Today's scripture is from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 22 through 31. Then Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it, he who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth, And he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said. For we too are his offspring. Since we are God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will have the world judged in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all. By raising him from the dead. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. may be seated. I have had the opportunity and the pleasure throughout my elementary and um, teenage years uh, to go and to experience uh, 
where my dad would be working at the time, okay? So my dad, uh, at that time, through elementary and uh, middle school, uh, was working in the restaurant business. He was the general manager of a lot of different uh, places around. Uh, with the last uh, place that he kind of ran was the Little Caesars across the street when it just opened years and eons ago. Um, and so anytime that I would go and get to kind of be in those places, I would also encounter people, right, that he worked with, uh, some of his colleagues and uh, co-workers. And so I would just be my normal, annoying self, especially at that young of an age. Um, but there was one particular uh, time where I had gone into uh, one of the, the restaurants that he had worked at at the time and was, uh, you know, just being myself. And, and my father at that, that particular moment was not right beside me. Uh, he was, you know, tending to something else, but everybody kind of knew who I was. And so I was doing something. Could not tell you what it was, but, but just something on my face and the person looked at me and they said, oh my goodness, I'm looking at your father right now. <laughs> and over time, right, like that's been a continued, even uh, my dad's siblings, uh, when I've gone and visited them, uh, my mannerisms are very much like my father. I make faces or, you know, have different uh, thoughts going through my head as I'm kind of processing them. And then uh, what the world sees on the outward side of that processing. And so uh, people love to tell me how much I am my father. And that's a great thing, right? Um, and he's very much as his father was, people say. And it's kind of this, um, you know, experience that as, as time has gone on, that uh, even though, right, I did not have the opportunity to meet my father's father, so my grandfather on his side, um, some of them, part of him, is still ingrained in me. And that's very similar to what we're reading about here in our scripture and what Paul is sharing. Paul is sharing how in all that we're doing, right, in, in the breath that we take, in the, the experience and the life that we have, that it is a life that is moving through our God. The breath that we take is the breath of our God. See, we've been talking about over the, the uh, season of Easter, the places, right, where Jesus shows up, cause, and, and specifically the fact that Jesus continues to show up everywhere. We've talked about Jesus showing up in the midst of our grief. We have talked about Jesus showing up in the midst of our confusion and our frustration. We have talked about Jesus showing up in the midst of our failures, our hurts. We all know about the moments where Jesus shows up in the, the beautiful and the joyous parts of life. But today we hear not only how Jesus is everywhere, but how Jesus is within us. 
And that with Jesus being within us, we continue, right, to know Jesus is everywhere, but we continue to have the opportunity to help others know that Christ is with them always and everywhere. See, when Jesus, uh, he was resurrected, right? Um, he was resurrected from the dead. He, the tomb was open. He had different um, experiences and different uh, uh, moments and situations where he would come to the disciples after that resurrection. The same people that he went and did ministry and life with for so many years prior to that death and that resurrection. And so as they were in community with one another, right? And as Jesus then moved on after uh, being present with them after the resurrection, they then continued to help people know that Christ was with all of us. They were Christ to the world. That message of hope and grace and love, it, it did not come from the lips of Jesus, but from the start, right, of the apostles and the disciples and continue to spread. But those words did come through our Creator, our God and our Redeemer, in Jesus Christ. And so, we still today have the opportunity as it has continued to, to be been shared with us in so many ways, but also to be seen by us in so many ways. We have the opportunity to be as the disciples. Knowing that God is with us in all the parts of our lives and knowing that we are and can be the beautiful presence of Christ in the world, we are to go. We are to go and share with the world. We are to go and to help Jesus be seen and known all throughout the world. That's a little nerve-wracking, right? Like, we're, we're talking about, you know, the Messiah, the, the Savior of the world. So that's, that's some pressure. But the beauty of the situation, the beauty of it all, is that Jesus is with us right there. Jesus is inside of us with every breath that we take. And therefore, we want the world to know that when we say Jesus is everywhere, we literally mean Jesus is everywhere. So let us go and let us share and let us help others know that Christ Jesus 
is with us always and everywhere in the midst of whatever we're going through. We, as all of God's people, are never, never alone. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we, we just give you so much thanks. We give you thanks for the life that you have given us. We give you thanks for the ways in which we continue to see you at work in the world. But we give thanks knowing that even in the moments where we or others may not have our eyes open to see you right there, that you are there with us. And so, Lord, we know that as we go from this place, as you are inside of us, as you continue to be in every breath that we take, help us so that we may help others discover that they are not alone, that Christ Jesus is with everyone, everywhere, all the time. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.